the Sweet FA Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the most controversial podcast on Big Footy, the SFA one. We picked up a bit of traction last week after our first episode with a couple of media threads. Uh, one of them started by one of our guests tonight, so I'm sure he'll touch on that shortly. Jam-packed show tonight. There's going to be a roast and toast, captain's corner, uh, and a team's going to get criticised for their terrible defensive efforts. But before we get stuck into that, we'll introduce our guest for this evening. Our first guest is the East Side Hawks captain, Lunity. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for having me. No worries at all. And our second guest tonight is from the Dragons and in the leadership group, Phenomenal V1. Welcome. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, Michaels. No drums at all. All right, we'll kick things off with the Unsung Hero, which is a new segment this week where we're going to get each of you to nominate a poster who adds quality in the match threads and also to the league, but that largely goes unnoticed and ideally from teams other than your own. Uh, so, Phantom, I'll start with you. Who was your Unsung Hero? I'm going with, uh, from the Gumbies, I'm going with Jade. He's somehow managed to pick up full forward in his rookie year, which is something I didn't even do, so that's put him better than me already. Um, he reminds me a lot of me at the start of my SFA career, around this time last year, probably earlier, very third-person oriented. Like I, He's still got a long way to go in ironing out all the bugs in his posting style, but I do believe he could be a value, very valuable member of the league in future seasons. Oh, one to keep an eye out for, that's for sure. Uh, Lunity, who was your unsung hero? I'll just comment on Jade quickly as well. I've Obviously, I've had a lot of um, interaction with him uh, being a, another Essendon supporter, and I think he's definitely a fantastic fit for the league. Um, I really do enjoy his um, persona, I suppose, um, although I'm pretty sure that's 90% just what Jade is anyway. Um so I'm glad I'm glad that he seems to be enjoying the league, but um, I, I think I think there's a bit of concern with the Gumbies, which I might we might touch on later. Um, oh, definitely. later on. Um, so my unsung hero, I suppose he's not particularly unsung, but I think it just needs to be recognised that um, hate, despite no longer no longer being the admin, is still putting in a ton of work around the league. Um, he was thrown into one of the worst seasons the league scene, I'd, I'd say. Definitely the worst one that I've been in uh, since season 19. Um, and was no surprise that when he decided to step down at the end of it. Um, but even now, he's still um, helping out around the league. He's, he's, I don't know if you guys have seen the individual player portfolios thread in the um, archives board, oh, but he's yes. constantly answering people who request um, information on any player, um, past or present. Uh, and he's also pretty involved with helping out the simmers and posting matches each week, um, which I think, given given what he went through last season, is pretty commendable on his part. He went through a lot. Like, I pro- I probably wouldn't be wouldn't be able to have a ha- handle about a month with Harrow on my tail all the time. So, yeah, and he had to put up with Harrow creating a controversy every three days. That's right. Yeah, it was constant. Um, and yeah, I, was, I suppose you're right. He would have had every right to walk away and, and not come back after how it all panned out. But yeah, full credit to him for sticking around and still helping out. Yeah, I don't think that he was, there was any danger of him completely leaving the league, but to still be as involved as he is is, is really great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even oh, I suppose a few of us might have thought he would have taken a, a season off or so just to refresh. Yeah. But no, he's still around. He's posting in the, the match thread today, I see, for the Furies. So it's still good to have him around. The Furies have completely rejuvenated his career. He was just, he was barely hanging on at the end of the, at the Dragons. 
yeah. yeah, sometimes the switch of club does that. It's um, it's, it's amazing how often just going either back to where you came from or to a new environment, how it just sort of sparks your interest again. Probably just getting away from the Dragons did that. Yeah, mm. that's that's not surprising. They, they've got some real flogs over there. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into a sling fest in the first four minutes, we'll, we'll push on. To, we'll go to the roast and toast because I'm sure the same teams are going to come up again. But I think you guys have taken this to a new level. I think you're both doing a roast and a toast each, from what I've read in our PM. So, Lunity, I'll start with you. The floor is yours. What, what have you got? Uh, which would you like first? Up to you, mate. You go with whatever you want to go with first. All right, let's start with a toast. Um, I just, I just want to recognise the, the the rookies this season. Um, I think they've been fantastic, uh, probably better than most rookie seasons. I've certainly noticed them a lot more this season, um, particularly, if, I mean, from from the Hawks, of course, I've got to um, mention how how well Year of the Ruse and Poor Pleasure have taken to the league. But outside of that, uh, posters like U2 Tigers, um, he's been really good. I enjoyed the match thread against the Wonders this week where he was uh, very heavily involved. Uh, Matty 411's captain's conversations thread is fantastic, especially good initiative from a rookie to be doing that. Um, mm. And also Blurn, just the, the man's everywhere. Um, and he's a really entertaining poster, I think. Inescapable. We've, I'm finally actually, we're finally actually playing on Blurn this week against the Warriors. And <laughs> I, I thought he was a Bombers recruit for the longest time. He just spammed everything. So <laughs> I, had, I had no idea which club he played for until we played the Warriors. One of those ones we have to search the the team food to see where exactly. it actually plays. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. All right, and that was so that's the toast. What about the roast? Who have you got lined up? Uh, all right. So a bit of a bit of a just general thing. People need to understand what statistics and probability are, because I've gotten in so many arguments in the past week. One of them was with Coach, which is probably my fault because either he is just really dense or he is one of the greatest trolls. But people just not getting the idea that you can go on a losing streak in the SFA. Like, it's unlikely. that the, the Swamp Rats have had terrible luck, but that's what it is. It's luck. It's yeah, nothing this, nothing to do with the sim. It's just losing, aren't, aren't Sorry? Losing streak, aren't losing streaks just part of the Swamp Rats' identity now? <laughs> Pretty much. But, if, I mean, eventually they will. it will even back out for them. You know, this is this is just how probability works. Um, but people seem to just not understand that and immediately go to, oh, well, maybe maybe there's something happening here. And, I mean, I, I sort of went into that thread last week trying to eke out what they were having, what they were angry at noobs for, but they sort of mentioned that the sim might not be completely impartial, which it absolutely is, and Mobs has said countless times that it is. Um, but I also... Just, just to maybe do a little mini roast as well. Um, I think the Zen Zen scandal was just—I mean, this is partly Swamp Rats as well, I suppose. But I just don't think that was really in the spirit of the league whatsoever. And I didn't get the complaints that they had. They, they were complaining that this was some Swamp Rats conspiracy that we weren't allowing it. I was concerned as a captain because if. That had to that that was the case that a mistake could mean you have to trade one of your players for a week. I was not happy with that at all, and I, I didn't did not like that one bit. 
Yeah, it just would have opened up a massive can of worms if that was going to be the precedent. Yeah, I completely agree. And Phenom, we'll move over to you. Your roast and toast for this week. I will just start off on the toast because it ties into, well, partially ties into um, what Lunathy was just saying. My toast this week is going to Zen Zen. Just because she has copped a whole lot of flack and abuse in her first season and a half. And for someone who's managed to stick around as much as she did with some of the PMs she has been getting, I and some of the posters she's had history on this board with from before she joined the SFA, I just want to say that she's probably one of the more more resilient posters of the league for that. I would also just like to say on this that there are two sides to history, and that's all I'll say. Okay, and uh, the roast, Phenom? Uh, your new fullback, uh, Loons. I'm yep. not a big fan. I am Let me, not a big can I, can I just quickly, before you jump in, I just want to say that news is overseas for the next couple of weeks. Oh. So he may not be able to respond to some of this, but I sure as hell will. So go for it. <laughs> okay. This week, I'm going to go with Noobzor or the roast, and partially the Gumbies as well. Um, I'm going to say, for Noobzor, it's mostly because with his stuff about, he consistently brings up about how bad of a captain Hatchie is, and there's all this destabilization in the leadership group at the Dragons, which there isn't. I would just like to point out there is not, again, two sides to history. But, but um, I think it's completely hypocritical of him to lash out at Hatchie for being a bad captain when there has been little to no evidence of Hatchie being a bad captain or a bad leader whatsoever. I'd, li- I'd like to know where he's getting all this. It just seems like a consist- there's a certain group of posters, I won't name names, but they almost seem to consistently target Hatchie as a poster, and I've got no clue why. He's not doing anything different or badly, at least not out of SFA standards. And considering Noobzor's run as co-captain of the Gumbies, which left the team nearly inactive, was there were calls to fold them, and he jumped to the Hawks as soon as the season was finished, I think it's just incredibly hypocritical of him to run, just jump in and target other captains like that. I don't think it's hypocritical. I don't think he's ever said that he was a good captain, did he? I think he admits that he, you know, screwed... Uh, screwed the Gumbies over a little bit. And he, he has form in doing that. He did the same to Spookism back when the NWO Dragon started, which might be before both, either of your times. If you can find that thread, then enjoy. It's great stuff. Um, mm. But, I mean, from a captain's perspective, Hatchie is not great. In committee, mm. committee discussions, he is not involved whatsoever. Um, I don't think he had any say whatsoever in the the scandal that we were just talking about, the Zen Zen scandal, when we had a bunch of captains really arguing this point, and he he has been nowhere to be cited. So is he is he is he the only captain of the Dragons, or is someone like a he's co-captain? co-captain with he's co-captain with Blaze Storm, who right? Got, got well, I would I would I would make Blaze Storm the committee rep because Hatchie's doing nothing. Well, the, here's the thing. The vast majority of posters in the SFA don't actually know whatever goes on in the committee. I mean, I don't. It's fine. And I'm not saying that, that noobs does. So why, do, should, the, so why should captains be criticised in the main SFA board for what they've been doing in the committee? Oh, well, that's a good talking point. 
I mean, Hatchie's Hatchie's posting is also I would not say it's fantastic, to be honest. He the the dragons we are going to disagree here, obviously. That it was one of the most boring threads I've been in. The current thread with the Roys might beat it, but it was just not very fun. Yeah, I reckon it's not so much what he is doing; it's what he isn't doing. It yep. just doesn't feel like he's the face of the club and really promoting it um, as well as some of the other ones. I feel that's because we're. I feel that's because we're more cohesive as a team instead of like focusing on one particular poster. Because if you focus on one particular poster, you get a Harrow lad situation like last season, where he just focus on one particular poster. In what way? What do you mean? They will become again the face of the club. Right. With Harrow lad becoming the face of the club, it's sort of that almost drove again almost drove the league apart, and we okay. don't want to drive the league apart like that because, and again, having seen Harry Led's leadership firsthand, don't let Kofi's rose-tinted eye uh, glasses fool you. It was, he will turn on you. Harry Led turned on me very hard after I said, said in the um, leadership group chat, I want to leave the club. I'd given them a week's notice. He responded by melting in the leadership group thread. And I'm not surprised. Neither to hear any of this, like Harrow is, I, all the power. A teenager. He, he. I'm pretty certain he's in like year twelve or something. Um, yeah. He, all the power just went straight to his head, and we've been tr- striving so hard to make it a more cohesive team effort, as opposed to letting one person take all the power at the club. Okay, that's fine, and I agree that's a good thing to do, but it's. It's not working at the moment because you can certainly have teams where you don't have one one face of it, and just because I mean this is fresh on my mind because I played them last week, but the Wonders thread was fantastic. I had such a great time in that thread. Um, Hato is doing a great job with that, and it's Absolutely. just it's not even close with the Dragons. Well, fair enough if that's how you feel. <laughs> All right, we might uh, leave that one there. There was a comment that's come through saying that Phenom threatened Harrow with murder in the leadership group, so I'm not sure. <laughs> that is <laughs> a good. that is a complete lie, and that was probably sent in by Migs, if I'm guessing right. <laughs> I'm not sure who it was sent in by, but uh, interesting discussion. I'm sure the Dragons may come up again later on and we sort of talk a bit more about both your respective clubs. But we'll push on to the captain's corner, uh, and this week the two captains in the firing line is Golemless and Fitzroy Bowie Dog. But we'll start with Golemless of the Gumbies. Uh, Lunity, I'll start with you with a question about him. Does he have what it takes to lead the team on his own with the departure of SM? Um, yeah, I think so. I don't I don't, don't know how much SM was really involved. Um, I think they sort of, because of Noob's jumping ship to us, uh, they sort of decided that they had to you know, work together and make it a bit easier on themselves because that's a tough transition when you go from having a captain to just having to choose a new one. Um, but I think Golemless is, is basically the captain uh, and was with, with SM there as well. Um, he's done it before. He was captain of the Wonders for a while. So I'm completely confident that he'll he'll get through it. And Phenom, uh, Golem's got Fire, Tuck and Fly in the leadership group. I, I don't know a lot about them. Do they scream leadership to you? Are they going to be the right support staff to help him? Um, Tuck, definitely. St. Fly, I'm not quite sure. He's very... I there's an, I can't remember much about St. Fly, no? And he certainly isn't really that much of a... He po- he's one of the more active posters in the Gumbies, which is saying a lot because 
they don't have any. Um, and Tuck, I actually get along quite well with Fire Tuck, so I've got no complaints with him in the leadership group. And Luna, the, the man that's sitting in the background that I reckon could be ready just to pounce at any moment is Quiv. Are we <laughs> going to expect a subtle or not so subtle takeover attempt at any stage? <laughs> I well, that, last time so. that happened, last time that happened, it ended quite badly. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think Quiv has learnt that, despite his seasons of campaigning for it, um, he is is not a great captain. Um, he fell out of in, like lost interest pretty quickly with it. Um, so I don't think he'll be pushing for it. But then again, now that I've said that, he probably will. Just to prove you wrong, he's going to try to take over. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, so I just... Uh, sorry. Um, uh, before, just I'm not sure whether you were, but just before we move on to Fitzroy, um, I think this is a good time maybe to talk about an issue, I guess, with the Gumbies. Um, so they, they, they brought in a lot of rookies over this the off-season, um, which means that you you have a lot of a lot of inexperienced posters, um, and I think I think a lot of them sort of fell in like you know a little bit of interest maintained. Jade is certainly keeping it up, but I think the resim drama, while completely fair that the resim was called, rookies don't understand that, and when you have a team with so many of them, who just lose interest immediately as soon as that happens. It's going to hurt the team quite badly. Yeah. Um, what was what? Because having played in a team where there was um, something on the lines of twenty, like again, a dozen yeah. rookies playing under Harrow, we got to a good start because we had a big winning streak going, and we went on yeah. to win the premiership. And even yeah. after that, we didn't retain a lot of people. Like some that's right. Moved some dropped out, and again, so I Harrow's, think like sorry. And Harry's style of recruiting ended up backfiring him on him big time because even less rookies during his second big run before in the lead up to season twenty four, again not as good, not as good. I think only Big is still hanging around from there. So yeah, well I think even else, um, even else either left or got banned. Not yeah, banned. like it's it's always tough to get rookie engagement, which is why I like, you know gave the toast to the rookies this year, um, but. I think the fact that they're, they're not doing great on the ladder, you sort of lose interest from that. And then on top of that, to have this uh, resim scandal, not not really a scandal, but have, to have this resim occur when you have so many in your team that just don't understand that that's how the league works um, really, really does hurt because then they completely just go off and they don't have the experience around them. Because like you, we, we talk about having Fry Tuck and St. Fly in the leadership group. I don't think they are sort of experienced enough or, you know, haven't been in the league enough time to really guide those rookies and to say, like, this happens, it sucks, but we've just got to got to move on. Yeah. And Tuck started off at the Ds, so moving to the Gumbies, his last season, I think, it was just sort of a, maybe a bit of a culture shock for him to sort of adapt to a different posting style there. Yeah. Well, hopefully the Gumbies can fight their way through it because we, we do want to see him up and about, but, yeah, I think they've got a bit of a long road ahead of him. What are they? Ninth, two wins, six losses, two draws. Yeah, that's only, tough. Only out on the eight of them percentage, and when they were in the eight, they had probably one of the worst records I'd seen them seen of a team in the eight. I think they had one win, and they were in the eight at one point. I could be wrong, but you don't want to be looking like that halfway through the season. 
And we'll push on to Fitzroy Ballydog of the Roys, coming off a club best and fairest. Now, Phantom, there's been whispers that he believes he is above all of his teammates now. Has the award gotten to his head, or do you think he's going to remain level-headed? He's been fairly level-headed, I think, as a poster. I really don't know if he's... I don't know what goes on behind the scenes at the Roys, but they've got a good group of posters currently adapting. They're, they might be in a little bit of a rebuild, but their results are so good that they're up in second place anyway. And I, I don't think it's gone to his head anywhere near to the extent that winning has gone to the extent of other people's heads. I think he's fine. Um, just want to jump in there. I, I disagree. So I, I started at the Roys, um, and Fitzroy Bodo, he's fantastic. He's like, he's always going to be level-headed. Um, but I would not move back to the Roys at the moment with the list they have. Um, I sort of felt a bit bad for leaving because a lot of people left at the same time I did, but I just I really can't say that I would want to want to go back and post with some of the posters that they have there. And I suppose in the off season, Looney they recruited I don't care, who's a pretty prolific poster. Has Fitzroy got a good eye for talent, or was that just a bit of a fluke, or possibly a mistake? I think it's good for getting their posting numbers up. Um, however, I just completely don't rate. I don't care as a poster. Um, it's sort of nothing Nothing keeps on topic. It'll so always sort of just shift it away or just have inane responses to things. Um, so it's, it's like their posting numbers are back up because they've got, I don't care, who, as you, as you said, is quite prolific. Uh, Matt352 is also very prolific, but... It comes at a cost with those guys, I think. And Phantom, so the, you said before, the Roys are sitting in second position on the ladder, only by percentage. Can Fitzroy lead the Roys to glory? He does seem to have him in pretty good shape at the moment in terms of ladder position. They're, they're in, yeah, quite good position, but it's going to be tough because you've got a lot of teams. They're now three teams banked up at the top of the ladder with eight wins, two losses. You've got the Wonders, Wonders, again, we've mentioned that they seem to be well-liked around the league. They've got very stable on field. And again, the Hawks, who are generally pretty successful. It might be tough, but I think they get at least prelims at least, I reckon. All right, and Looney, do you reckon they can go all the way? I know they're probably going to be competing against your mob. Yeah, I think we'll beat them in the grand final. Okay, there it is, straight out. We'll push on to a new topic for this week, a little game of who said it. So basically, I have gone through your respective match threads from round 10 and picked out three quotes. I'll read out the quote, and I want to see if you know your players well enough, and you can put the uh, poster's name to the quote. All right, so Lunity, I'll start with yourself. So this is from your round 10 uh, thread against the Wanders versus the Hawks. So the quote is, We also have the best attack, the best defense, and easily the best percentage. Is it safe to say the Season 25 Hawks are one of the greatest Quidditch sides ever assembled? Yeah, that's Ninja Swan. Oh, very good. One from one. Yeah. Second quote. This match thread already killing it, and it shouldn't have started until tomorrow. Uh, I'm pretty certain that was filthy. Two from two. And the third one is just simply, stop sexting me. That has to be Brab. No. Year of the Ruse. No, it was a Migs. Year of the Ruse, of course it was. It was one of those two. That's such a brab thing to say, though. It was enough. That's why I thought you might have gone with that. (laughs) I'm glad I started with that one. But two from three is pretty good. 
Uh, and Fenham, so your questions are from the, the round team thread, Roy's vs. Dragons. The first quote is, I'm sure you'll be in there biting pillows, biting the pillows anyway. Um, that sounds like a WFL quote. No, it's Blaze Storm. Oh. The second quote is, I eat in a chair at the table and make sure my elbows don't touch it, you classless pig. I might guess, I think there might be a... I think that, might, that sounds like uh, something the halfback would say. No, it was Mike123. And the third one is, you know you have shit selectors when the most menacing line on that sheet is the interchange. Also, Mooch, you suck. <laughs> okay, that might be a WFL. No, that was the halfback. I'm good at this, aren't I? Look, match threads <laughs> for me, they just... Match threads for me, I just forget everything about them except the result after they ended. This is uh, not a great display of leadership qualities, I must say. Well, I organise a lot of the media for the Dragons. <laughs> Very true. No, you, you are on top of the media forum. But uh, Lunity, on your behalf, that was quite well done. Two out of three. You're all over it in those threads. Yeah, absolutely. Make, make sure, you know, as a captain, have to know my posters. Um, and I was also very involved in that match thread, so... I thought I'd even try and stump you by picking the real early pages as well, but no, you nailed it, so... Yeah. Good. That's a good result. Well, uh, we'll push on to the, the club focus for your two teams in particular. And, Phenom, I'll start with you with the Dragons. You moved yes. across from the Bombers this well last season. What was the reason behind the move? Uh, Harrowlad. There's not really much else behind that. I am not a big fan of Harrowlad as a poster. I only stayed on for the end of the first season to sort of... as a sort of lord, I think, because he sort of brought me into the league. Well, he didn't bring me into the league. I signed up. He was the first captain to contact me. Um, but I cannot say anything good about him, about Parallel himself. I don't see the appeal behind him as a poster. I never was a particularly a big fan of his captaincy and tactics. He was, again, very... He's just this, again, an edgy teenager, and... That is someone I don't really... That's sort of a person I don't really want to see in real life, let alone the SFA. Yeah, I think if he toned it down to, like, a 7, he would have been all right. And, he, and if he, he was wasn't obsessed... To, he was always up to an 11. That's right, yeah. And if he wasn't obsessed with a certain group of posters, um, then I think he could have been fine, but he just couldn't couldn't get over it and just pushed it too much. And I think he sort of had a few enablers as well around him. Yeah, Kofi... For what it's worth, Kofi is, um, from what I've heard, Kofi is a much better captain than Harrow was, but he always sort of, we'd always stick up for Harrow, in like uh, another group of posters, uh, PMs, and yeah. again, Bombers leadership, Bombers team threads, PMs he sent to me during the trade saga, after the trade saga, before the trade saga, during the boycott, during the grand final suspension, Star Wars spoiler stuff, he was just... Kofi was almost blind, blinded yeah. by just how bad Harrow actually was, just how just how intense the, the this was. Well, I think he also he had um, I think Licorice of all sorts was his main enabler from. Licorice is nothing but Licorice is Harrow lad light. He's yeah, just exactly. edgy mean lord, except difference being that I'm pretty sure he's in his early twenties instead of his teenagers like Harrow lad. And just he let Harrowlad just keep that up. He was Harrow. He was actually Harrowlad's, um, I believe, deputy, more so than Kofi last season, yeah. which explains a lot. 
And so what was the the attraction to for the move to the Dragons? What were they offering you? And did you have any other offers from other clubs? Uh, the D's offered me... Uh, the D's offered me to move over to their club late uh, season 23. And Josh from the Spoon said, if you always want to come to the Bears, we've got a place for you there. But mainly because they'd let me keep my full forward position that I had at the, at the Bombers at the time I moved. Also, I'd wanted to join the Dragons when I first signed up for the league. And two, I just like Dragons. And speaking of your full forward position, you kicked eight goals on the weekend against the Roys. What do you put down that kind of performance to any any kind of goal kicking advice you can pass on um generally if you get dragged by the sim the week before you'll kick a bag up the week after i've been dragged twice i've kicked eight goals twice this season and i think maybe it was seven goals the other time and it was both times after i'd been dragged the week before and i'm now second in the fred race i'm four goals behind dinkster which is weird for the fray um 11th place club and he's top of the goal-kicking race. I'm pretty sure Hato was at the top for a while, then it was Blackie. I think Blackie and Brad were one goal behind me, so it's a pretty close race up there. Gee, I wish the sim was as kind to me as it is to you. I'm, I get no luck at all, and it has been since I ever started. But uh, anyway, I'll move on to Lunity, the captain of the Eastside Hawks. Off to a great start, and as we mentioned last week with Noobs, um, the key to success, he wouldn't really elaborate on it, but what do you think the key to success for you has been so far? Oh, I think it's just um, good, good team cohesion. Um, we're all enjoying posting together. We have a, you know, lots of lots of posters who always sort of wanted to post together, but for whatever reason, it just hasn't happened. Um, and our match threads, I've just had a ball in them. Um, so I think I think just having that good good team spirit has really helped us. And the Hawks were obviously runners up in last year's grand final. If you had to pick one player to blame for the grand final loss, who would it be and why? Yeah, look, I blame myself um, for letting Tony Lynn absolutely run rampant. Um, Something he has not shut up about all season. Yeah, no, he, he doesn't mention it often, does he? Um, only you about only, 10 times a match thread. Yeah, I only get tagged a couple times a week to, to let me know. But um, and I'm sure if he, if he listens to this, then I'll probably get a few more. Um, but yeah, I would play a much, much harder tag on, on Tony. And I've heard around the traps that you had to have a private conversation with Filthy about his constant posting in the committee PM despite him being in there only as a mod. Can you confirm or deny? Oh, not so much. Um, it's It wasn't particularly... There There are a few things where someone playing harmonica. Yeah, I just heard that as no, well. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's either a bus or a truck some, somewhere outside my house. Okay, fair enough. I... Um, yeah, so, I mean, Filthy, Filthy was getting involved in... Um, those those some threads in the committee, but he had been told by Cloud that as long as it was general SFA related, then that was okay because he was a former admin. Of course, he's a moder- he was a moderator of the board, um, so he he obviously has good knowledge that he can impart on them. Um, when it came down to if it comes down to like uh, the EKA voting or uh, all SFA, then I was always going to be me representing the Hawks there. Fair enough. And, and Braj won the Mobs medal in Season 24, and there was a lot of controversy yeah. surrounding the vote count. Do you think his win should have an asterisk next to it? No. Um, no. Again, no. A lot of it is... It's one thing I want... It's, I'm not the biggest fan of Braj, Braj, but he seems 
again, all right, I guess. But it's a he should not. Yeah, he's. But again, it's all all sim based in terms yep. of the votes, as far as I know. I actually, I do actually use a copy of Quiddy to simulate some of my stuff for my own projects. So and I know the, how, well, I know what goes into it. And the final one for you, Loons, is the lost last week. A crack starting to appear at the Hawks. Did the fallout from last week's podcast have any kind of effect on the mindset for the game last week? No, not at all. I think when you win seven in a row, obviously you're putting in a fair bit of effort. Um, so just just a bit of a down week. We still scored quite a, a huge number of points, I think. We, we came almost came back from about 50 points down. So the effort was still there, just the wonders. I think Hato had a great day. Um, so I think not much we can do about that. They're top of the ladder with us as well. So it was just just one of those days. It's one of those days. We'll just, win another, we'll just win another, you know, seven in a row in the home and away or six in a row in the home and away and uh, cruise through the finals. Very confident there. I like it. Well, uh, we'll push on to the rumour file. There's been some good ones come through this week. The first rumour to, to be sent through was... Sante and the Demons could be looking at a mutual split after a handful of Demons players voiced their anger at Sante not pulling, not putting in enough during the match threads due to work. Uh, they felt he wasn't pulling his weight, and it's also rumoured that he's not happy because he was promised the world, but nothing's been delivered. What do you reckon about the uh, situation at the Demons there? Look, if it lets him, if it lets him go and join the Bombers, then I'm sure he'll be happy with that. He's been trying to join the Bombers ever since... Harold had started all this certain posters stuff. Yeah, he was he was a big fan of Harold. He was a big supporter of Harold during the spoilers saga. So I wouldn't be surprised if he wanted to move to the bombers. Um, and I mean, he also cost um, cost cats to rise. Had made him do the the favors for a week because of a team sheet that he posted. Yes, I, I do remember that. That's that was pretty disgraceful. That he should have caught that on the chin himself. Yeah, so, I mean, credit to Castorize, he did a fantastic job. I think, the, the just as a side note, the favours is favors punishment is one of the best Definitely. things that, that's yeah. come up um, this season. But um, he, he took it well. He did a great job. I made him read through seven pages of a Furies thread um, and summarise them for me. That. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and he did it happily. Well, maybe not happily, but he did it. Um, yeah, but I think I think... Santi would be more than happy to, to leave with the, the Demons, and I think they would be happy to lose him as well. The The next rumour involves... Well, the next two rumours involve your team, Lunity, and one involves you directly. Mm. So the first one is the Hawks are involved in a doping scandal. They use the blood <laughs> from the corpses of Harry Ladd's alt accounts to fuel their players. It's bizarre, probably doesn't work, and has messed up the team mentally, but Lunity won't take no for an answer. He also makes them wear power bands. Any truth to this? Uh, that's completely false. It's not blood. It's just the mo- the bone marrow, um, and I also just make the players sleep in an oxygen tent. Uh, I think it helps give them sexual powers and helps on the field as well. Well, you, you've been getting reward for that, so you, you're probably onto something there. That's right. And the next one that's directly uh, aimed at you is Lunity mm. captained his local football team for a hundred games and never lost a coin toss. Always called heads every single time. <laughs> First of all, congratulations! Yeah, That's an amazing effort. How did you do it? Oh, well, it's just completely. He's not from Tasmania. He doesn't have two heads. It's it's completely random, you know. It's just you know, it's not that surprising if you get a hundred heads in a row. It's just just complete randomness. 
nothing nothing unsurprising about that whatsoever, is there, coach? Yeah, well, it's uh, still it's a big feat. A hundred hundred correct calls of a coin toss is pretty amazing. Well, Look, I may have I may have may have slipped the coin toss a, a, a sort of a dodgy coin. Your name's not Harvey Dent, is it? Uh, I'd like to keep my uh, identity private if we could. <laughs> we'll push on to the, the current ladder uh, after after round 10. So I think, as we said before, the Hawks and the Roys are still sitting on top on 32 points each and the Wonders. So it's just percentage separating the top three. They're, they're coming after you, Loons. That's fine. They can, they can do whatever they like. They can waste all their energy uh, trying to catch us, but they won't. Uh, we'll we'll pull away again, and we'll just walk our way through to the grand final in the premiership this time. Okay, last yeah. year was a dress, last season was a dress rehearsal. This time's the, the real thing. And Finn, uh, we're tied. Well, you're tied with us at the Furies. We're on 24 points apiece. You're just behind us on percentage. I don't think you any chance of catching us just quietly. Top four. I wouldn't. Top four can be a bit of a curse in disguise, though. I don't because I don't think. Over the past two seasons, we have not seen a team from inside the top four win the premiership. So if we, if we keep fifth or sixth, I think the Dragons still might have a decent shot at the grand final. To be completely honest, as long as it's not the Bombers, I really don't care who wins it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, well, like, well, I think... Disagree. Now, well, that, although now that Harrowlad's left, uh, left, I'd say... But no, I still don't want the. I cannot. Can you imagine them if they win three in a row? You can't have it. We can't have a three, Pete. Tony would be erect for weeks. Oh my god. <laughs> we may as well shut down the whole board if they get a three, Pete. It's just not going to. You might be able to tolerate any any of the match threads. It's just a complete write off. Uh, I I think I I I think the Bombers their streak is definitely going to win this season. They're not making the grand final at all. Hopefully you're right. Yeah, even if they just don't make the uh, make the eight, that'd be nice just to really make sure of it. And yep. um, I was reading. Uh, thanks to LJP86 who posted all the results in the the result thread. The fun fact that was posted was the Gold City Royals scored 25 goals, 14, 164 against the Mount Buller Demons in round 10, which is the club's highest score on record. And it's also the, only the second time that the Royals have kicked 25 goals or more in a match. Firstly. Well done to the Royals. That's a magnificent effort to kick 25 goals. Um, no mean feat. But I think that speaks more volumes about the poor quality in the Demons' back line. I went back and had Who a look is? at the... Sorry? Who is in the Demons' back line? Well, funny you, funny you ask that. I've gone back and had a look at the team sheet that was submitted for round 10. So the back line. you got Lyon around, Dennis, Bruce Tiki, and on the half-back line, Frio Hammer 21, Van Dyke, and Tarkin 24. Now, the yeah, look. When the... you have a guy, when you have a guy named lying around in your backline, you're probably going to concede a few. Yeah, exactly right. Um, uh, the one that stands out for me though is a former teammate of mine, Tarkin24, who he turned his back on the Furies to chase success, uh, and we're not happy about it. And to be honest, he's not a backman's asshole. Uh, he only knows how to do one thing, and that's kick goals. So he got 277 goals for uh, for us at the Furies. And to plonk him on the half-back line, they were always destined to leak goals. Um, just terrible leadership, and I, I think this has Sante written all over it. The bloke's got no idea. Yeah. Where does where does where does Sante play? Where's his I position? think he plays in the. He, I'm pretty sure he's a midfielder. Yeah, he was named in the centre. Right. But okay. Having so, said I mean, that, Cats to Rise did submit this team sheet. That's just, that's fair, but um, I mean, 
look, your defenders can only defend as well as your midfield does. If you if your midfield is just leaking, you can guess, as an Essendon supporter, I can tell you that having a shit midfield defensively will not help. Uh, and I think probably Santi is the, the head of that. Yeah, and even like Yaka and Demon Jim as their Rover and Ruck Rover, questionable at best. I'm just not sure yeah. if they're going to run both ways to to help stem the flow. And I mean, obviously they're not. To leak 25 goals is pretty disgraceful. So I think we can expect a fair few changes this week out of the Demons. Look, I think one change... That's right. One, one change that has to happen is... You, you mentioned Tarkin knows how to kick goals. Get him out of the back line. Put him up front. Rodney, Rodney is doing it full forward. Exactly. Rodney, for some reason, the sim just hates the poor guy. Don't put him, put him at full him, forward. Yeah, they've put him at full forward. He's kicked about... He's averaged about two goals, I think, every yeah. week. Just play Rodney he's, off the bench. He's not, That's he's, the change he's, that needs to be made. I don't think Rodney's quite found a niche position on the field for him yet. I think he should be dropped from the side entirely, maybe. Just kept on as an auxiliary poster to keep them active. Yeah, yeah, something's got to be done about it. They, they can't be conceding that many goals each week. So we'll be looking at their leadership over the coming weeks to see what changes they make to try and get them back on board. Uh, we'll uh, move on to the final topic, the questions from listeners. And there's been quite a few sent through. Uh, the first one was from Natural Disaster. And this is to both of you. I'll start with you first, Lunity. Is John Cena the worst thing to have ever happened to the WWE? Oh, not by a long shot. There are certainly much worse things that have happened in the WWE than that. There are, much, there are much, much worse wrestlers on the planet than John Cena. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of John Cena. I'm not ashamed to say that. He's a, he's a stand-up guy in and out of the ring. He's a solid... He's not a brilliant wrestler, but he's a solid wrestler enough, and... I'm will I'm happy to see him. He is nowhere near the worst face of the company they've ever had. I mean, they've also, you know, the the way that the company used to treat women. Um, exactly. There are certainly much worse things than John Cena. All right. The second question yes. is from Yaka, and it says, "Can you please ask Lunity if it's true that statistics play an important role in genetics? For instance, statistics prove that numbers of offspring are is an inherited trait." If your parents didn't have any kids, odds are you ain't either. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty true. Um, I think maths doesn't lie there. Um, Thanks, Scott. I'm not sure, not sure how it how it um, how it extends beyond zero children, but um, I think for, certainly for for the n equals zero case, it's true. Okay, Brab has sent the next couple of questions in. First one oh, to Lunity. You've been part of the league for many seasons, seasons now. How do you continue to enjoy the league without burning out? Oh, well, it's it's pretty easy when you have such a, a great team around you, um, which I've been lucky both at the Roys and uh, with the team that, that Filthy has built here at the Hawks. Uh, it's just been so enjoyable. Brab is a big part of that, of course, as well. A uh, very entertaining young man. And the second question you wanted to throw to you, and... He assured me that you would know what the context of this question is, and it is, what is a normal distribution? Oh, just look at my profile picture, my avatar. That'll tell you everything you need to know. Okay. I'm glad you knew what he was talking about. And <laughs> Phenom, Brad wanted to ask you something as well. Your transition <laughs> from the Bombers gutter dweller to a genuinely good poster has been staggering. Your worth to the Dragons cannot be understated. What advice would you give to posters to reform their image in this competition, and do you enjoy being highly regarded? 
Lalilulelor. Um, what I'd like, I I have no idea how how I actually sort of managed to become a good poster. Maybe it's maybe I think he might, he might be trying to put a backhanded insult towards the dragons in there as sort of a backhanded compliment to me. Hey, you're really good, but I still think the rest of the dragons are shit. Um, I I've done. I think my I think a lot of what I've been doing to become a good poster is sort of refining my media a lot. Like I'm more than willing to take the piss out of myself as a poster, whereas more than I was at the start of my career. Um, and refine and showing some humility and defeat, I think, is a lot of an important quality. All right, and we've had a question come through on Spreaker for you, Phantom. Now it says it's from Hado, but I can't actually promise that it is Hado who's typed it. Someone could be trying to set him up here, so just keep that in mind. Uh, so the question is for you, Phantom. Did you threaten Harry Lad physically when he said that he'd take his time to find a better deal for the Bombers? Yes or no? No, I did not. All right, there you go. That answers that one. And oh, the big accusation, qu- big accusation from Hado. Yeah, as I said, I can't confirm that it actually is him, so let's be open-minded with that. And that the sounds last like something question, he'd say. The, the last one's come through from only only Clark M. Fan. Now, this is just a yes or no question to the panel. Um, so what I'll do, I'll, there's a list of names here, and the question is simply, will the following be future Hall of Famers? So I'll just read out the names, and Looney, you answer first, and then Phantom, and we'll just flick through the list real quick. So, will the following be future Hall of Famers? The Filth Wizard? Yeah. Definitely. Ant Bear? Yes. Yes. Hate? Oh, for sure. Definitely. Kofi? No. Yes. I feel like I've been set up by this. Me, like Michaels. Depends how the podcast goes. Don't know. I'm going to say no, even for myself. Uh, (laughs) Blackie? Yeah. It's a tough one, but I think yes. Lunity? No. Yes. You're just trying to be humble there. Elton John's wig? No. Maybe. Hado? Yeah. Yes. Wushet? No. I thought she was in the Hall of Fame already. Um, no, she hasn't uh, been around that long. Yeah. Might be in the future. I'll go with a yes. Cloud. Yes. Yes. Yakka. Oh, it's tough to say. I'll lean towards it's no. His, it, at this it's point, only his but... second season, so I'll say no for now. Phenom. <laughs> I think you're also too early, so I'll say no for now. I'll say that's a definite yes. <laughs> and the last one is Wacky Tiger. Yes. I He has just dropped off the face of the earth in the past season or two. Um, not really sure why. Also, maybe. He's taken over from after Fumbles quit um, quit the captaincy. Not um, sure if taken over is the right word. We, we hardly ever <laughs> seem, to be honest. And Really? Okay. Natural disaster is no better. He's 0% we call him. We, we haven't won a game with him putting a team sheet in. Wow, might see a knifing. Oh no, we're just calling it how it is. We we all have a good understanding of where it's at with with a natural disasters record, but now they're they're doing a good job. Um, all right, we'll push on to predictions for each of the games for this week. So round eleven. So we'll start off with the Dragons versus the Coney Island Warriors. Who's going to win? Dragons. Uh, Warriors. The Ooh, Fury. 
Last place team to win there, uh, Loons. Yep. It's almost as if there's like a 50-50 chance. <laughs> mm, it's almost as if it's like a randomly determined piece of self-reds. <laughs> Tracking the, stats. The Furies versus the Swamp Rats. Uh, Swamp Rats have won two in a row, so the Furies. Um, again, the Swamp Rats have the currently on the Fred medal. They've won two in a row, and they're due for a, for a reality check. I'm going with the Furies. Agree. Uh, the Hawks versus the Roys. Hawks. Draw. Draw. Okay. It's a big call, but they're pretty evenly matched, I think. The Bears versus the Wonders. Bears. Uh, I'd say the Wonders. The Bombers versus the Royals. I think the Bombers and Nana will kick three. Three goals total or three goals for Nana? Three goals for Nana. Uh, I saw the Bombers. And this last one could very well be a, a nil old draw. The Demons versus the Gumbies. With that, defense, with that defense line, we're going with the Gumbies. Yeah, i go with draw there. Draw there. I mean, look, like, really, if Tarkin's playing in the back line again, there's no chance of winning. Put him in the forward line. He knows how to kick goals. Leave him there. Yep. All right, that just about does it for tonight. So, Lunity and Phenomenal V1, thank you so much for coming on, guys. Really appreciate it. Lolly, lolly, lolly. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys.